Hello and welcome to A Smashing Theory, the ultimate prediction podcast for Super Smash Bros. and other video games. I'm Daniel. And I'm Sean. Happy New Year, Happy Sean. Happy New Year, Daniel. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't think you were going to say my name after that. <laughs> so I just came in out on full blast. Uh, I, 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 f- I love the idea that uh, you'll... That that's just how you treat like holiday like greetings. Like so, it'll be like happy holiday. You'll be like happy holidays, <laughs> I mean, Gregory. Not always. <laughs> just in this particular instance, I had an instinct, and it was very wrong. <laughs> anyway, hey everybody. Hi. Uh, beginning of a new year means it's time to predict a new thing that Nintendo will do. Really, kind of an old thing, but. <laughs> Also kind of a new thing because they didn't do the old thing last year because last year had problems. So a new old new thing. Uh, and we'll, we'll predict it. Okay. Time for some corrections. Yeah. Can I correct everything you just said? So, so here's some corrections. Uh, just a couple this time. First one, uh, so we talked about uh, uh, this this phenomenon that happened, right? M. Night Shyamalan's Last Airbender uh-huh. came out, and then you and I were were at the midnight showing of Scott Pilgrim, and we were watching a trailer for like a horror movie, right? And then produced by M. Night Shyamalan comes up, right? And everyone, uh, everyone in the theater groaned before <laughs> laughing because we realized we were all groaning, right? Uh, when I was telling that story, you popped in very confidently with, ooh, Lady in the Water. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, it was, it was for Lady in the Water. So confidently, like, oh, yeah, it must have been Lady in the Water. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's, she's really obvious. Uh, so Scott Pilgrim and Last Airbender uh, came out in 2010. Right. Uh, Last Airbender hit theaters July 1st. Scott Pilgrim, we saw the the, the midnight showing for that on the first day of right. its launch, came out August 10th. So Last Airbender was still, like, fresh in everyone's heads, uh-huh. right? Uh, same year. Lady in the Water came out in 2006. Yes, and you know what? As I, I looked at the outline and I saw this correction, and it occurred to me that I had a completely separate Shyamalan groaning in the theater experience where it was Lady in the Water. Oh, wow. Yeah, which, I mean, that wasn't even the low point of his career, but I guess at that point, like, The Village had came out, and that got a mixed reception, and people were starting to get sick of him. Yeah, people didn't like that as much as they liked signs. So, like, Lady in the Water, you know, the trailer's playing, it seems really intriguing, and then you see the words, like, A Bedtime Story by M. Night Shyamalan, and I did hear people in the theater go, like, oh. Um, Mm. but Was, Was it, like, kind of a... Was it the same, like, everyone in the theater in Unision, or were there just kind of, like, scattered groans? It was definitely not, you know, it was not the the kind of wholesome experience that we had with with uh, with uh, the Scott Pilgrim, tra- uh, you know, the trailers before Scott Pilgrim. Right. Yeah. Um, and that was for... Uh, right. Uh, the Shyamalan-produced movie, so Lady in the Water was Shyamalan-directed. Okay, right. Uh, the Shyamalan-produced movie we groaned at was Devil. Yes, which is the one where they're stuck in an elevator, right? Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Um, 
Also, uh, Michael B. Jordan pronounces Naruto new Rotu. It's hard to be more wrong than that (laughs) while also conveying the character that you're talking about. Like, I mean, if you called him, like, Morobo, then I guess I wouldn't know who the fuck he meant. (laughs) By saying new Rotu, I can just be like, wow, you're really wrong. Yeah, new Rotu. Yeah, you you can tell he's talking about Naruto. (laughs) Uh, And again, I said this last episode, but for additional emphasis he pronounces sasuke perfectly okay he's like yeah when new rotu and sasuke were fighting <laughs> on the like you know on the statues of the hokages i was like that was amazing <laughs> i love new rotu michael b jordan is a fascinating man <laughs> he is. Uh, he's incredible all right so uh this time on a smashing theory uh we're gonna predict uh nintendo direct for Q1, for Q1 2021, uh, this one is kind of interesting because traditional Nintendo Directs barely happened at all last year. Right. Uh, instead, we got a uh, we got partner showcases mm-hmm. for you know for most of the year, kind of in light of COVID and all that stuff. Right. Um. So I guess the first uh, the first questions are, uh, do we think we're getting a Nintendo Direct? Is it just going to be a partner showcase? And when do we think that Direct would even happen? Sure. Well, uh, why don't you say when you think it'll be happening so that I can uh, say when I think it'll be happening, which will be either a month before or after, depending on what you say, <laughs> since that's what I do on this podcast. I see. Yeah, uh, I think it's happening this month. Okay, I, I think I, it's I, happening in February. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, go I, on. Yeah, I think I think we're getting Nintendo Direct in, Febu- in, in uh, January. Mm-hmm. I think we're getting in January. Uh I think it'll happen in the first half of the month. Like either it'll happen like, like between like Tuesday the twelfth and Thursday the fourteenth, or it will happen on Thursday the seventh, which is the day this episode is supposed to go up. <laughs> Wouldn't that just be the way that you would expect Nintendo to do it? Yeah, considering that... <laughs> our history with them. Yeah, Nintendo loves doing that shit. They love just <laughs> like either the day we put up an episode. Or or the day before sometimes, they right. just completely obsolete, <laughs> like, hours of predictions. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's actually a chance of that again this year. Here's my prediction. You will get the notification that that is true on your phone while we're recording right now. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> yep. It's it's Sunday night. Yeah, the, somebody will uh, leak it. Oh, okay. Yep. I wouldn't get a notification on my phone anyway. I, I don't... I don't get Twitter notifications. Your phone is so old. It's it's from choice. <laughs> My phone is capable of getting Twitter notifications. I just have that functionality turned off. Your phone is old, though. It is it is old. Yeah, yeah. I got it in twenty third. Jesus Christ! I've had like four. Five. No, twenty twenty fourteen. I got it like twenty fourteen. I've had. Okay, actually, this is the third phone that I've had since then. That's, yeah, that's, that's some phones. Yeah, it is. It's some phones. That's some phones. But yeah, I I think it'll happen in the first half of January, and I also think that it won't be a partner showcase, or like a specialized, like, Pokemon Direct or whatever, right. or, or an indie world. I think it will be a a legit, full-on Nintendo Direct. All right. Yeah. Something about the build up there. I I don't know. I, I thought you were going to say like a legit full ass direct. I don't know. Okay. 
that's that's all that's the whole thing that's the entire thought that i had cool it doesn't have anything better than that in it i think that it will happen on february 25th (laughs) (laughs) are you you just doing this to be contrary i I mean you know i can play around with the date a little bit Uh uh, because i did just choose uh february off the top of or the 25th off the top of my head Uh uh-huh let's say (laughs) Look, man, I never know when directs come out. (laughs) There is no special knowledge in my brain that is informing me on what would be an appropriate date to select. Okay, so... uh, So the days obviously scatter around a decent amount. Yeah. But one thing that's fairly traditional is that January, or sometimes early February, Mm -hmm. uh, there tends to be, like, a beginning of the year direct that kind of... uh, that kind of showcases like the the first few months sure of of 20 of of the of that year yeah right like uh and actually generally you can kind of expect uh at least in past non-covid years you can kind of expect a direct of some kind around the beginning of a season because they like to outline the rest of that season sure sort of kind of it can get weird um yeah the thing is nintendo breaks their own rules a decent amount so sometimes (laughs) like it's it's hard to super pinpoint what it is, but I'd say January directs happen more often than they don't. Okay. Since the, uh, since directs entered the public consciousness. Yes. February 4th. Okay. Yeah. Because I think that, you know... Nintendo will, as many companies have done, continue to underestimate the impact that COVID will have on their ability to uh, get all their ducks in a row and push it out. Okay. Uh, so uh, yeah, it'll wind up going in early, up going up in early February. Okay. That's that's not bad. That's not a bad prediction. Cool. I like it better than February twenty fifth. I like it better than February twenty fifth. Feels a also. little more natural. I I do I do think that like. The one, like, Nintendo Direct we got last year, like, happened in, like, March. Mm-hmm. That wasn't even really, like, super COVID-affected. <laughs> right. Like, you know, like, if the January one went up, then then that wouldn't have really been affected by COVID. But it just didn't. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So there, there were no traditional Nintendo Directs at all in the year of 2020. Damn. Um, the last traditional Nintendo Direct we got... Uh, was September fourth, twenty nineteen. Okay, right, and then uh, and then in March twenty sixth, twenty twenty, we got a Nintendo Direct Mini. Mm. Um, January, actually, yeah. The more I look at it, like, so there was a there was a Wii U focused Direct January twenty thirteen, like right after the launch of the Wii U. Right. right. Then there was a January twenty fifteen Nintendo Direct. Uh-huh. Uh huh. The first Direct of 2016 was March 3rd. Okay. Then G- January 12th, 2017 was the Nintendo Switch presentation that right. revealed the Switch proper. That, you know, that's obviously a bigger deal than a direct. Sure. And it was like on an actual stage. Right. And like a week later there was that Fire Emblem direct. Mhm. But then the first like actual thing that was called a Nintendo Direct that focused on a variety of games that year was April 12th, 2017. Okay. Then 2018's first Nintendo Direct was March 8th. Well, it had there was a January Nintendo Direct Mini. Okay. And then a March 8th uh Big Boy Direct. Big Boy Direct. Yeah. And then 
2019 at its first direct February 13th. Okay. So maybe I was onto something with my February 25th thing. Maybe like, yeah, like really, uh, yeah. Directs first year directs kind of slide between February and March with occasional January ones. Um, uh, yeah, I, I don't know what, what, had in my because there's always there's always announcements in January, right? Yeah. There's all there's usually January usually has like something going on. Yeah, like usually like a more focused direct. Like yeah. last year we got a Pokemon direct and the Byleth presentation, right? Yeah. Um and uh the year before that there was uh there was an indie highlights in Europe in January, mm-hmm. the year before that, the Nintendo Direct Mini, the year before that, the Nintendo Switch presentation. Okay. So usually, yeah, there's usually January announcements. But not necessarily Directs. Yeah, not necessarily Directs in a while. However, because we have been devoid of a Direct, of right. a traditional Direct, uh, for like 15 months now Mm -hmm. i think i think there will be a january big boy direct okay um for a while there i was thinking of what's what's that meme thanos quote where he's talking about like how the avengers have failed and then he says like and where did that bring you back to me back to me in my february 25th (laughs) (laughs) Nintendo direct prediction I think at the, the very you, you came around to yeah. your own point of view after yeah, a while. Yeah, I think at the I think at the very very least there will be something in January, whether it's uh, whether it's a direct mini or it's another partner showcase. Sure. Uh, but yeah, there will be something. Uh, even after looking at all this, I'm I'm going to jump into uh, the optimism tub <laughs> and splash myself with some some doubling down on the big boy direct prediction all right in the meantime i'll be swimming in the cautious optimism deep end (laughs) with my february 4th prediction okay yeah i i I think that's i think that's pretty good still cool uh yeah let's talk about the things that could get announced okay uh whether it be at a direct we're 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 gonna say that it's gonna be we're gonna say we're assume it's it's a big it's a big old direct yeah while allowing for the possibility that these might be several announcements spread out over the next <laughs> month or two. Sure. Right? So I don't think, uh, usually we, we wait till the end to predict Smash stuff. Yeah. Right? I don't think we're going to see any Smash stuff in the next month or two. Me neither. And yeah. that's our show, everybody. Thanks for listening. <laughs> it's the Smashing Theory, the Smash podcast. So that's all we got. We we literally just got Sephiroth. Right. So uh, I yeah, think... Yeah, for, for, for Sakurai to suddenly be like, hey, by the way, Arlie not just coming. Yeah. Uh, here's I, the trailer. Yeah, I think we'll get like a March or April direct style thing sure. that will reveal the next Smash character. Uh, so in the first quarter, uh, I don't think we're we're getting any smash stuff that makes sense yeah sephiroth is pretty cool they'll 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 let us bask in that for a little while right before bringing out uh character pack four yeah yeah and that's fine yeah i'm always down to bask in sephiroth uh another thing (laughs) i think i'm deciding now to kind of do outside of our usual order Uh usually 
because our usual format, right, for big Nintendo Direct prediction episodes, yeah. we do first-party predictions that aren't right. Smash-related, third-party predictions, and then we loop back around to Smash. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a lot of trouble with third-party predictions this time, okay. and I feel like that discussion is going to be less exciting than the first-party discussion. Sure. So let's do third-party discussion now. Okay. So I think third-party stuff in the Direct, and I guess this could also show up at, like in a partner showcase, right? Sure, sure. Uh, showcases for announced titles, yeah. uh, titles coming to the Switch that we already know about, uh, like maybe, uh, the Apex Legends port, uh-huh. right? Sure, sure. Uh, Monster Hunter Rise. They I gotta think. do, because yeah, yeah. it's coming out in, like, March. Yes, yeah, so there will absolutely be, like, a Monster Hunter Rise showcase yeah. that, uh, that shows off at least another monster or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Alex Kidd and Miracle World DX is supposed to come out in, oh. like, the first half of... 2021 and here we are okay so i think they'll show that game off a bit the shin megami tensei 3 remaster is coming out early 2021 it doesn't have a release date yet right so that seems like kind of an easy one sure and uh world's end club uh the latest kind of death game game (laughs) from uh from the zero escape uh, from two kyo games which is made of zero escape and dengamrapa former staff sure so uh, that came out for Apple Arcade last year and supposed to come out for the Switch early 2021. It's obviously exciting for the people in this house. Yes, yeah. Me more for the Danganronpa side of things, but, <laughs> you know, still. Lee and I are excited for both sides. Well, bully to you, my zero buddies. I'm on fire tonight. Let's keep going. <laughs> Don't let this hot streak die. Uh, I'd like to let something die. So, <laughs> don't kill me. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the, those are the main ones I can think of. Uh, they could also announce new ports coming to the Switch. Yes, uh, ports of things we don't know about. I think there will be at least one Square Enix port. Yeah, uh, that's a good call. Square Enix has like had kind of a presence at like every partner showcase that Nintendo has done. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, they they seem to just keep cranking stuff out. So I think uh, Square Enix Sports could include uh, Chrono Trigger coming to Switch finally. Uh-huh. Um, maybe Kingdom Hearts. Like, sure. We'll get 1.5 and 2.5. That'd be great. Yeah. I'd love to have that on the go. Yeah. Uh, like, it feels... it. There have been some really good ports of some really good-looking PS4 and Xbox mm-hmm. One games uh, for the Switch. But it still feels kind of crazy to think that they'll ever be able to cram Kingdom Hearts 3 onto that thing. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, it's still like, yeah. We you never know. Ca- yeah, you never know. I I think it's a possibility, but it, it feels, it would feel kind of wild if that, if that made it on there. And that's too big of a game to like, be like, oh yeah, Kingdom Hearts 3 Cloud Edition. Right. Play that fucking game <laughs> on the cloud. You'll love it. Now, Kingdom Hearts 1.5 and 2.5, on the other hand, cram away. Oh, yeah. Stick those cram, babies yeah. right in. Cram that sucker in Yeah, there. cram, cram, cram. Yeah, like those like those are on the PS3. So right. So, like, yeah, you can put that on the Switch. Oh, yeah. Weird that you haven't already, really. Unless Sora's coming to Smash and they want to group uh, those announcements together. That is a possibility. Yeah. Speaking of which, uh, another big port that they could announce is crash bandicoot 4 oh yeah uh but i do think that will be coupled with a crash bandicoot smash announcement which i don't think is happening yet right so so yeah i think that's going to be more of a summer announcement okay like an e3 time 
kind of thing. Right. And uh, and the last Square Enix port I can think of is Live Alive. Right. Because that trademark's still sitting there. Mm-hmm. I think a remake's possible. You know, I was um, actually talking to my brother earlier today who recently picked up the Trials of Mana remake and has been enjoying that. Yeah. And we were talking about the idea of that team making a Live Alive remake. Yeah. And I think that'd actually be great. We've talked about that on the podcast before. Well, great. I'm talking about it again. Now my brother's involved. (laughs) But yeah, um, like I, as everyone who listens to this podcast knows, I'm playing Live Alive right now on my YouTube channel. And I know that you all know that because my views have consistently gone above 10. And (laughs) (laughs) that's not true. Please watch my uh, content. But um, <laughs> but yeah, like I obviously have had a mixed opinion about the game so far. I think a remake would be a great way to revisit some of the game's flaws and yeah. and patch them over. Yeah, a remake would be kind of a remake could be kind of incredible for that yes. game. It could be so good. I I worry that they would completely change the battle system, like yeah. no longer make it turn based. I could see that happening. Yeah, which would bum me out a little bit. Uh. Because I think it's a really cool battle system that could use some modern day tweaks. Yes. Uh, but like, kind of a turn based quasi tactics battle system. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. On paper, that's my jam. In practice, I often find it very frustrating. Right. I think. I think if were like, I think if they just added kind of like a meter up top that let you know when the enemies were going to go, that would be great. Also, I'm assuming that in this imaginary remake, it would be easier to select which tile I want to target my attack with. Yeah, which is always kind of like opening a tightly closed jar of pickles. <laughs> However, if Live Alive is getting remade, I think it's going to be remade by that team. Yeah, and. If that team is remaking Live Alive, I think they need more time to work on it sure. before they show it to us because they, they just wrapped up Prozamana last year. Right. Yeah. Sure. Uh so I, I think if we see Live Alive it's gonna be like as a as the a port of the SNES game within with a translation because we it never got translated. Okay. Yeah. Also, if you do a remake, bring Yoko Shimamura back to remaster the score. Holy yeah yeah you've like have her throw some new tracks in there yeah that too yeah add a new chapter Ooh, yeah Uh yeah 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 uh yeah they did that for uh uh, trials of mana they added an optional like a new end game dungeon and boss Ooh, okay uh, to fight yeah some similar cool yeah 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 uh yeah so I also think, uh, yeah, uh, Valorant, right. uh, Riot Games' um, hero shooter. I think, yeah. yeah, I think that could get that could get a poor that could get poured to console Switch included. Sure, I don't give a shit about that game, but yeah. I'm, g- I'm glad for people who do that. This is a possibility. Yeah, now you can play, um, you know, mostly Counter Strike with a little Overwatch on the Switch. Maybe that'll be exciting for you. Good, good for you. <laughs> Good going. You're, you're, you enjoy that shit. You're such a nice person. Enjoy that shitty shit. <laughs> okay. Uh, and, yeah, yeah, that's, that's And yeah, I think there'll be some bigger third-party announcements. It's hard to think of what those will be right now. Right. Because it feels like a lot of kind of big guns are already out there right now. And we're just waiting for them to come out. Sure. Uh, but one big gun that... Uh, that we haven't seen Jack of lately, uh, about to celebrate 
his 30th anniversary wow is sonic ah yes the blue blur yes uh weirdly i've been consuming a lot of sonic media lately oh yeah because i rediscovered that that like improvisational fan dub that a bunch of people did of sonic 06 and then my (laughs) and then youtube was like oh you must want to watch a lot of sonic shit um So I watched like this really cool breakdown of the music theory of Sonic. Mm. I watched a speed run of Sonic Riders <laughs> for some fucking reason. Yeah, I've been on a bit of a binge, so I'd yeah. I'd welcome some Sonic content. Yeah, I do wonder if instead of like seeing Sonic at a direct, they'll just announce a Sonic event sometime sure. in the th- first half of the year. Yeah, I can see where it. they kind of show off a bunch of Sonic anniversary stuff. But uh. Sonic is pretty tight with with Nintendo consoles lately. Yeah, I'm tight. Sonic. And uh That's true. Yeah. He is so, he is tight with Nintendo. <laughs> so I think I think it's possible that there'll be some kind of Sonic announcement at a direct. Okay. Yeah. I I don't know what it would be. Just give us like a Something, you know, as close to another Sonic Mania as you can. Yeah, that'd be nice. Uh, that would be so great. That team kind of broke off from Sega, though. And yes. They're kind of doing their own thing now, so. Hire them. Yeah. Pay them whatever it costs <laughs> to have them make another game. Yeah, I don't think it'll be Sonic Mania 2. Yeah. Maybe Sonic Generations 2. And Sonic Forces 2. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be the worst decision. Uh, Sonic got kidnapped again, Tails, and this time they killed him. <laughs> <laughs> no not sonic the it's first... just tails dealing with post-traumatic stress disorder <laughs> the the first hour of that game is like so bad but in a way that like <laughs> like i don't regret playing it because it was so uniquely bad yeah no you know? that's that's fair. yeah like now i kind of look back fondly on <laughs> knuckles talking about sonic getting tortured for half a year oh man uh, I think there'll be some other biggish announcement. Okay, I can. I don't know. Uh, Reggie's coming back. <laughs> Nintendo hired him again. How is that third party? <laughs> he's he's making... how how are you so capable of forgetting what we're even talking he's, about? <laughs> listen, 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 listen. <laughs> he's making a game with his new studio, Reggie Games. <laughs> <laughs> they have contracted him uh-huh. to make it. <laughs> That's how it's third party. Easy. Solved. Uh, I did it. We're back on track. Now, uh, moving on. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I do have one idea for a big-ish announcement. Okay. Uh, from a third party. And that is... Uh, Deltarune, Ooh. Chapter 2. Ooh. I think, so last year, around the anniversary, yeah. uh, Toby uh, Toby Fox kind of did a big, hey, here's the progress that I've made on, right. on the next chapter of Deltarune. The, the chapter 2 is almost done, yeah. Chapter 3 has some progress done on it, and I think that, uh, I think that I will be done with Chapter 2 outside of bug testing and localization mm-hmm. and that kind of thing by the end of 2020. Okay. So my guess is that he, he reached that time frame and then spent up to a month <laughs> uh, 
quietly, you know, doing QA and uh-huh. and localization and stuff on it. So that mid, you know, early to mid January or possibly early February, uh, he'll be ready to announce a release date for the game. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go as far as saying that whenever Nintendo's beginning of the year direct happens, yeah. Uh, Toby is going to shadow drop Deltarune Chapter 2 on the Switch, and then later that day it'll also roll out for other platforms. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Because, like, you know, one thing Toby doesn't really like doing is showing off too much of the game, right? So, like, kind of a trailer of, like, you know, oh, it's coming out in a month. Right. Isn't really his style. Sure. Toby Fox is absolutely, like, a hardcore shadow drop. Uh, right? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, considering the way that Deltarune Chapter 1 launched, which I think was like it was disguised as a survey or something like it that. It was. Right? Yeah. It was disguised as a survey, and then it was a three-hour-long video game <laughs> that Lee and I started playing at, like, one in the morning. Uh, I played that on my YouTube channel, too. Guys. Yeah? Get, yeah. get on there. Reachief on YouTube. Played Undertale too. What, what, what is this again? Is this uh, is this the Sean's YouTube channel podcast? I am also playing Live Alive as. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So I I think the big third party thing, and it's it's kind of crazy to say that this is yeah. like a big third party thing, <laughs> uh, but it is. Oh yeah. Uh yeah. I think I think Toby's gonna shadow drop Delta Rune. All if, right. If we don't see it at this direct, we'll see it at the next one. Cool. Yeah. Exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Weird for me to be excited about Undertale things, but I guess I that's the kind <laughs> hey, of person that I am now. Welcome. Thanks. Welcome. Good to be here. <laughs> uh people sure do think Sans is sexy for some reason. The, they're all about him, man. They think he's sexy for many reasons, Sean. <laughs> all of them incredibly valid. Although usually that version of Sans is a little more like Shadow the Hedgehog than Sans somehow. <laughs> the, no, he's not. The, the like fanon version of Sans, where he's all serious and shit. There, there are some versions of Sans that are serious, but I think that more people just want to get with like goofy <laughs> ketchup chugging Sans. Are you sure that isn't you projecting your own desires onto uh, the the masses? Uh, I mean, I'm basically Sans, <laughs> <laughs> so if anything. I'm projecting my fiance's desires onto the fans. I see. I see. Okay, fair enough. Uh, <laughs> but no, I mean, <laughs> like, tw- <laughs> the the world of 2020 and 2021 loves himbos. Yeah, and and Sans isn't quite one. No, because be he's him- not. He's not stupid enough. Well, in in reality, right? I, I I guess yeah, but he he fronts stupid, right? Yeah. He's got himbo energy, kind of. To to be a himbo, you have to be stupid, beefy, and kind, right? Right? Uh, and Sans, at least fronts stupid and is kind, but he's not beefy. He likes beef. Yeah, he likes hot dogs. Yeah, he does. He does like hot dogs, which can contain beef. It could, if he consumed enough, could he be beefy? Let's move on. <laughs> uh, 
But yeah, we uh, we we need to get on that uh that Undertale retrospective that we've yeah. been promising to do on Patreon. If we don't release it before Deltarune Chapter Two gets shatter up, that would be a little embarrassing. Uh, I don't know. I don't know about embarrassing. We could we could talk about Deltarune Chapter Two. <laughs> In the retrospective, we, we just delay it until all of Deltarune is <laughs> yeah. like, oh, thank God, finally we can do this comprehensively. <laughs> the the <laughs> took thing you is, long enough, Toby. The thing is, we have another big project this month, and yes. that that'll be one that I'm kind of prioritizing. That's fair. More on that later, but uh, but yeah, that's that's the third party stuff that I can think of. Any other third party things that you can think of? Maybe Tetris will do something. Maybe. Tetris 99, I'll get a fucking thing. And I'll have well, an event. Tetris 99 is still first party. Uh, uh, really? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Nintendo, Nintendo developed that. Uh, well, um, they, they don't own Tetris, though. They they don't, but... I mean, they publish... If you look at the outline, you'll see that they publish some third party games, and that counts as first party. There will be a new Tetris that gets released, not developed by Nintendo. No, I, I don't have anything, Daniel. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, let's talk about first parties, though. Okay. Uh, and that obviously has some meatier discussion within, I think. Right. Some beefier discussion, if you will. Oh, uh, let's not talk about beef for the whole episode. <laughs> so. Uh, that would make the episode much beefier. So as as always, uh-huh. uh, the first thing that we'll talk about is additional support for existing games and services. Right. Uh, stuff that's already out that they'll add features or, or stuff for. Right. Um, so NES and SNES games for Nintendo Online, obviously. But give me a fr- refresher on, like, like, what are they missing at this point? Is there any notable stuff they're missing? Notable stuff they're missing yeah. includes... Uh, a lot of a lot of Japan only stuff. A lot of Japan. O- Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of Japan only stuff. Uh, like rec. <laughs> not that funny. Yeah, no. oh, not that funny at all. Yep. Whew. A lot of Japan only stuff, like Wrecking Crew ninety eight and some Fire Emblems. Oh right, true. Uh, some U.S. stuff. Or, you know, some stuff that has had U.S. releases at this point that we haven't seen on the service yet includes uh, Earthbound and Earthbound Zero. How could I forget about Earthbound? Yeah, Earthbound Beginnings, sorry. Right. Uh, Super Mario RPG. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, I, th- I think... I think the next batch is going to have Super Mario RPG in it. Nice. Uh, I think... I think one thing Nintendo might do is like, hey, so we're not done celebrating Mario's anniversary just yet. Here's a couple other things. And, yeah, and another, and one of those things will be Super Mario RPG. Nice. Uh, I think they'll also maybe show the Mario stuff that we're getting in Animal Crossing New Horizons. Ah, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, and they might show other Animal Crossing New Horizons, like updates and stuff. Sure, that makes yeah. sense. Like, yeah, here's the January, February, March... April. We're, we're, we're almost back into Easter season. We're not, we're not quite almost back, but I, it's coming. Do you think that they're going to change the Easter I, event? They better. <laughs> it's so bad. But I don't know if they will. Yeah, it would feel it would feel very un-Animal Crossing mm-hmm. if they changed any of the events that they've already established. On the bright side, like I won't be as hungry for like 
catching new fish and stuff as I was right. when, when they did that right after the game came out. Yeah, good so point. So maybe it'll feel less you know intrusive uh, at that point. Good point, yeah. But that won't stop all the Easter furniture from being hideous. So I still <laughs> probably won't participate that much. Fair enough. Uh, I think last year I made kind of a weird prediction uh, that... Clubhouse games got so unexpectedly popular thanks to COVID right. that Nintendo would kind of late in the game decide to make some DLC for it. Sure. Um, and, uh, and yeah, I think maybe this time at this direct they'll announce like a DLC pack that'll add 10 games. Nice. Uh, and change the name of the game to 61 Clubhouse games. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Okay. I'd be into that. Yeah. Me too. Uh, Me, yeah. I like I said before, I really want them to add go like proper. And if I recall correctly, I wanted them to do off-brand battleship. Yes. Yeah. Yes, which would be cool. Yeah. Scuttleboat. Another thing I think they could announce is uh new like kits, new like player kits mm-hmm. for uh Mario Kart Live Home Circuit. Oh yeah. So like last year Mario Kart Live Home Circuit came out. Uh, which is kind of the live action like uh, mm-hmm. like Mario Kart game with actual like remote controlled Mario Kart toys that you drive around your house <laughs> in tracks that you make in in real time and space. Yes, um, very cool. Yeah, very cool. So Mario and Luigi are the only playable characters in that uh-huh. uh, via their action figures and like uh, you can like unlock new video- in game costumes for them and stuff by right. doing the the single player Grand Prix. Uh, I think. That they will add Peach and Bowser player kits. Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, new, new like, you know, new RC cars uh-huh. for Peach and for Bowser. And new, like, uh, and also, like, in-game unlocks for, for those characters that you'll be able to unlock in the Grand Prix mode. I'm really curious about how much money they've made on that already. Because, yeah. I mean, Christmas, like, it must have been a oh, lot. Oh, yeah. Must must have sold as gangbusters as possible. Like, yes. I feel like it probably, like, sold out, right? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what I was thinking, like, obviously up to a cap, that cap being the degree to which Nintendo underestimated how many people would buy them. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm sure they're doing well on that, enough yeah. that they would want to, you know, expand. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, I feel like we'll get Peach and Bowser, and then depending on how those sell, we might, that might be what, that might be the support <laughs> that Mario Kart Live sure. on Circuit gets. Okay. But I could also see, like, you know, by the end of this year, they'll they'll have a total of like six to eight like <laughs> you know Mario right. Live characters. If they release a Wario one, will you get that thing? Oh, oh my god. Hmm. Unclear. Okay. Like it'd be hard to play in this apartment. Yes. Uh we don't have a lot of space That's true. for those guys to drive around in. So the last thing in terms of additional support for existing games and services, uh I think Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity will get DLC. Now, nothing like that has been announced or even implied. Sure. However, uh, people have data mined the game and found uh, evidence of four playable characters that aren't actually playable in the game yet. Hmm. Uh, those characters being Robbie, uh, Pura, uh, Astor, and Suga. 
I think I, I, I don't know who any of those people are. We've talked about Robbie and Pura multiple times at this point. That's fine. I don't have a visual reference for them. Pura is Impa's sister. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. And Robbie is is her hot friend. Okay, gotcha. Right. Yes, yes, those people. Yeah, Aster and Suga are original characters made for Hyrule Warriors: Age of Calamity. Okay. Um. Astor is the spooky wizard man that allies with the Yiga clan. Okay. And uh, Suga is is Master Koga's right-hand man in the Yiga clan. I see. Um, cool. Yeah. So, yeah, I think those four will be added to the game. Sure. Uh, either via, like, you know, a DLC pack or maybe even, like, a free update. I feel like they'll make us pay for it. Yeah. You know, I would... That seems like a thing that people who like money would do. Sure. Yeah. And, and yeah, maybe they'll add like some new, like kind of side story content. Right. To justify them being playable. Yeah. Uh, cause yeah, the, the way Age of Calamity works, at least where I'm at, uh, is kind of, there doesn't really seem to be like, oh yeah, just fucking fuck around in Hyrule mm, Field mode. You know, there's right. not really anything. Like that, like all the missions are kind of tied to the story, sure. even even like side missions and stuff. So okay, yeah, yeah. So that's that's my thought that uh, they'll announce that and it'll come out within like a month or two of of them mentioning it. They might cool. even be like, "Oh, hey, yeah, get it right now, get it <laughs> right." Yeah, shadow it might, drop might shadow drop. Obviously, I think there will be a handful of shadow drops. Of course, so Delta Rune. Deltarune and High Warriors DLC. That's what we got for Shadow Drop so far. Nice. So let's talk about uh, some confirmed upcoming releases okay. uh, for the Switch. All the games that we know are coming out for the Switch from Nintendo as a publisher. So first up is Super Mario 3D World and Bowser's Fury right. coming February 12th. Right. This is actually, I guess, kind of part of why I think we'll probably get something in January. Okay. Uh, because this game's coming out February 12th, and we have no idea what the Bowser's Fury content is yet. Yeah, we've just seen, like, a spooky five-second trailer. Yeah, of, yeah. like, of like the cat bell being uh-huh. worshipped or something. I guess it, that would make Bowser pretty furious. He hates cats. Yeah, notoriously. Yeah. Yep. Historically. Mario's so, basically a cat. He has multiple lives. He can jump really high. He doesn't talk. He just makes noises. <laughs> Meow, Mamiya. <laughs> yeah, I'm exactly. not my cat. You know, he's a cat. I'm a, oh, Bowser, this is a nice castle you got. Hoop. <laughs> that, that's oh. Mario, yeah, not knocking uh, a glass of water off of Bowser's castle. I'm going to defeat you, Bowser, and then I all tuna. <laughs> he just gets distracted. Bowser gets away. I want a supercut of you making disgusting eating noises. <laughs> do Just, you do you really want that? No, no, I don't. <laughs> I can add some more. <laughs> oh, delicious. What's delicious, Sean? Uh, whatever I just ate. What did you just eat? I wasn't even looking. <laughs> <laughs> so hungry. <laughs> I just carved it right down. Uh, so, like, yeah, I feel like there, it's also possible that Nintendo just do the thing they've been doing lately, where mm-hmm. like just 
on a Wednesday, they'll just be like, hi, guys, here's a trailer for the new Mario <laughs> right. content. Yes, that's true. See you next week for some other thing out of the blue. By the way, fuck a Smashing Theory. <laughs> <laughs> uh, why are we not catered to? <laughs> uh, yeah, they could do that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, also, but a, a direct would be a good place to kind of showcase the Bowser's Fury, mm-hmm. uh, content and whatever upgrades the Mario 3D World port could have. Yeah. Uh, Bravely Default 2 is coming up February 26th. Right. Uh, a direct would, uh, they've mentioned that they want to show us more jobs and stuff. Right. So, uh, direct would be a nice place to show us more jobs. Sure. Uh, although I'll probably try to zone out for the showcasing <laughs> of that, because I... You lo- you like discovering the jobs. Yeah, yeah right? exactly. Yeah. I love discovering the jobs. Yeah, going yeah. in going in fairly blind would be really nice for this game. Murdering people and grabbing their asterisks. Yep. Yep. And every other Nintendo game we know is coming out does not have a release date <laughs> or a release window. Oof. Uh so yeah, we've got new Pokemon Snap right. uh, to be announced. Uh Detective Pikachu 2 to uh, release date to be announced. Mm-hmm. Bayonetta 3 Release date to be announced. <laughs> Metroid Prime Form release date to be announced. And The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild sequel release date to be announced. We don't even have, like, they don't, they're not even saying 2021 for these. It's right. just TBA. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, and they all, like, sure, we have footage of Pokemon Snap, but it looked very early. Well, okay. So here's the thing. I think, I think new Pokemon Snap is not too far off. Mm, okay. But, I don't think we're going to see it at this direct. Okay. Same goes for Detective Pikachu 2. Right. Uh, I think that there's going to be a Pokemon direct. Okay. Next month Mm. in February. uh, February 4th? February 27th. Oh, okay. Which is Pokemon Day. Right, of course. And this Pokemon Day is Pokemon's... 25th anniversary ah uh uh that reminded me of my mortality and i don't like it (laughs) (laughs) i can remember when pokemon was new so i think that there's going to be a pokemon direct next month it'll be really cool they'll have some big announcements one of those announcements will include some pokemon snap stuff nice uh i don't know if detective pikachu 2 will be there i'm less confident about that okay but either way that's something we'll talk about next month okay maybe we'll even do an episode about it oh i don't know well so let's uh let's break down the other stuff then uh bayonetta 3 yep what do you think the chances are of seeing it at this direct Better than the chances of seeing Metroid Prime 4. I I agree with that. Okay. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, yeah, I don't think we'll see Metroid Prime 4 at this direct. Metroid Prime 4, like, I'd say like 5% chance of seeing it. Okay. Right? Bayonetta 3, 15% chance of seeing it. All right. Um, like, I could see, like, Platinum Games being like, hey, we're, <laughs> we've been working on it this whole time. Sure. Here's some of it. You're not, it's not coming out for a, for a minute. Right. But, but yeah, here it is. However, the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild sequel. What do you think are the chances of that? Uh, maybe a little better than Bayonetta. I'd say there's like a 75% chance Whoa. that the Direct will either open or close Ooh. 
with like a story trailer huh. for Breath of the Wild, which will not be called Breath of the Wild 2. Okay. It'll have some other name. We'll get like kind of a cinematic trailer for that game that ha- that's in the engine and showing like game footage. Sure. That'll be like a minute or so long. Okay. Uh, and then like it'll end with like a title screen, and then just the number twenty twenty one. Oh, all right. Yeah, okay. and then it'll it'll come out like in the holiday, and they'll break down the gameplay and stuff more over the course of the year. Cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, I think that's gonna be one of the big whammy reveals. I like that. But yeah, however, I think Metroid Prime Four. Um, so here's an interesting thing. Mm-hmm. A lot of anniversaries are happening this year. Okay, uh, right. Pokemon's 25th anniversary. Uh-huh. Right. Uh, Sonic's 30th anniversary. Zelda's 35th anniversary. Wow. And Metroid's 35th anniversary. Okay. Uh, for some reason, I thought that Metroid didn't come out until 1987. Mm-hmm. And I think its U.S. release or something was mm-hmm. 1987. Right. But its Japanese release was 1986. Okay. So I think, I think they'll celebrate Metroid's 35th anniversary, but they're gonna wait until later this year to do it. Okay. Um, and Zelda, however, there's gonna be stuff to celebrate it throughout the year. Sure. But I don't think they're really gonna go in on that mm-hmm. until after you can no longer get Mario 3D All-Stars in stores. <laughs> like, they'll they'll start really going in on Zelda anniversary stuff uh-huh. in spring. Sure. Yeah. Or maybe even summer. Like, because they waited until, like, September for the Mario anniversary stuff. Right. They might wait that long again, but I feel like... I feel like them waiting so long for the Mario 35th anniversary stuff was COVID-related. Right, sure. And we'll get the Zelda stuff earlier. Okay. But, yeah, basically... I could see Metroid Prime 4 being, like, a 2022 release, but maybe, like, a fiscal year 2021 release. Okay, like, right. Like, it'll release before the end of March 2022. Sure. Uh, but I also think we won't see a lick of it <laughs> at this direct. Fair. There's uh, there's two other games that Nintendo is putting out. Mm-hmm. But right now, they only have announcements for Japan. Okay. There's Buddy Mission Bond, a game that was developed by Spike Chunsoft, but published by Nintendo. Right. Uh, which is, uh, it seems like a really interesting, uh, like, it's kind of this weird, like, visual novel type thing. Mm-hmm. Where, like, you have, like, a crew, you have, like, a crew of, like, buddies, right? Yeah. Uh, and... And you can pick pairs of them to go on missions together, and then okay. the decisions—the <laughs> decisions you make on those missions—kind of, kind of affect like future cases and stuff. That does feel very Spike Chunsoft. That's cool. Yeah. Um, also, the character designs are by the artist of Ice Shield Twenty One and ah. and One Punch Man. Ah, okay. Uh, Yusuke Murata. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like, that's cool. Yeah. It's coming out uh, January 21st in Japan. Mm-hmm. Uh, Obviously, no information about a U.S. release as of yet no inf- whatsoever. Yeah, no info at all. But I think this Direct will will be like, hey, yeah, it's coming It's coming to the U.S. Here's here's a cool little game coming to the U.S. Maybe over here it will be a digital exclusive. Yeah, I can yeah, see that. Like, over here it will be an eShop exclusive. Uh, 
but it, it looks really interesting. I hope it comes out over here. Cool. And speaking of visual novels that uh-huh. only have Japanese release dates, <laughs> uh, the Famicom Detective Club remakes. Right. Those initially were announced for a 2020 release in Japan and mm-hmm. nowhere else. And then they got delayed into 2021. So I think in the Japanese version of the Direct, at the very least, mm-hmm. it'll get a showcase with a release date. Okay. Um, And it'd be nice if over here we got something too. I would love that. Yeah. I love visual novels. Yeah. So I, I think we will get like, maybe not at the same Direct, but sometime this year they'll be like, oh yeah, here's Detective Club. <laughs> maybe also... A digital exclusive, yeah, or the or at least the physical release will be kind of limited edition, sure, to entice you, but uh, or rather to entice you. Uh, I I don't know. I don't know if I'd really get the physical edition of of Detective Club. I'd be happy with what if it uh, came with a magnifying glass that had Mario on it. No. <laughs> Because, you know, they're detectives, how, and, it's, and it's Nintendo. How easy to please do you think I am? I mean, sometimes easy. Yeah. Sometimes not. <laughs> Just like, like any I'm, human. It's like I am a person. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it'd, it'd be cool if uh, if those got spring or summer releases yeah. here in the States. I'm really intrigued by Buddy Mission Bond, so I hope that gets something. I'll keep my fingers crossed for you. Thank you, Sean. No problem. Uh, so then we get into potential new announcements and right. things that Nintendo has not announced that maybe they'll bring to light at uh, at this Direct. So ports and remasters, obviously, are something mm-hmm. we always talk about. So there's a couple that I think are kind of relevant for anniversary reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, Skyward Sword HD. Right. And Metroid Prime Trilogy. Of course. Um I think Metroid Prime Trilogy will come out in 2021, actually. Okay. Maybe, like, kind of fall-ish. Sure. Uh, but I don't think they'll announce it yet. Okay. Uh, Skyward Sword HD, I could see getting announced here. Hmm. Um, but maybe that's more of a summer release that will get announced this spring. Sure. The Skyward Sword HD port, I think, could be uh, developed by Grezzo. Who are they again? Uh, Grezzo are the guys... Um, that handled the 3DS ports of Ocarina of Time oh, and Majora's right. Mask. And they also handled the Link's Awakening remake. Okay. So I think there's also a chance that instead of a Skyward Sword port, Grezzo is working on, like, uh, a remake of another 2D Zelda mm, game. Okay. Either uh, Season Slash Ages, uh-huh. or, and this is what I lean towards... More, I think. Link's Awakening? Or, no, no, no. Um, uh, Link to the Past? Minish Cap. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't think they're touching Link to the Past. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. You know, people really liked Minish Cap, mm-hmm. right? Uh, that that was kind of a, kind of a big deal when, when it came out for, for the Game Boy Advance, and yeah. that's that's the only version of it that has existed in all this time. True. Um, That squawking hat. And, uh... And like Link to the Past, you can play on the Nintendo Online service right now. Right. They have like there hasn't been even any re-release of Minish Cap. Sure. In the past fifteen years or so. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Twenty years or so. Man. Minish Cap came out two thousand and four in Japan. So right, right in between that, like right, like seventeen years. Okay. It's a long time. Tis. Yeah. 
You were a Minish Cap fan, right? I enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah I had a good time with it. Uh, what I was really into... Wait, no. Uh, this is what I was really into was uh, Four Swords, which it was packed in with. <laughs> but that was the that was the GBA re-release of Link to the Past uh, that Four Swords was packed right. in with. Yeah. But I... Uh, yeah, yeah. The Minish Cap was a good time. Cool. Yeah. I've, there's, there's worse Zelda <laughs> games that I've played. Yeah. Um, other ports slash remasters and stuff worth talking about. Xenoblade Chronicles X. I don't yeah. think we're seeing it this year. That's a shame, but I can see why. Yeah, like we we just got Xenoblade Chronicles remat, uh, yeah, like definitive edition last year. Uh, maybe twenty twenty two will be X's time to shine. Or, All right, or twenty twenty three. Maybe I can see them waiting to do an X remake until like the next Nintendo console. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, but who knows. Star Fox Zero. Right. Uh we we mentioned that was kind of a glaring omission in terms of of uh of Wii U games that haven't come over. Mm-hmm. Um and we haven't seen Star Fox stuff for a while. So yeah. so yeah. I miss Star Fox. Yeah. I, I feel like we won't see it, but I feel like I get blindsided by at least one <laughs> Nintendo port every time we do a direct. So this could be the one. This could be the one. Alright. So the last couple port slash remaster things I want to talk about I think are some interesting ones. Okay. Uh one is uh so I've talked to you about anniversaries. Yeah. Many times during this episode. Well get ready for some more times. Alright. Uh this year, twenty twenty one, is also the thirty fifth year anniversary of Kid Icarus. Oh okay. So that's an old Old little boy. Yeah, I think Kid Icarus is currently playable on the Nintendo Online service, but okay. Kid Icarus Uprising, mm-hmm. an incredibly critically acclaimed game from right. Sakurai himself, uh, has not gotten a re-release since it came out on the 3DS in 2012. Mm-hmm. So, I think maybe we could get like a Kid Icarus Uprising DX for the Switch sure. that won't cramp your hands every time you try to play it. That'd be great. I got big hands. Yeah. I don't like cramping them. It's, it's yeah, that's that would be unfortunate. Yeah. So yeah, I I would I would definitely be in favor of that. I'd I'd play it. Yeah. I've always been intrigued by Uprising. Yeah, Uprising is a cool game. I think it really deserves a re-release and mm-hmm. like uh just kind of sharpening up those character models. It, it could sure. look really nice on the Switch actually. Oh yeah. 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 The I guess the one thing about that is that like Sakurai is fucking busy. Yeah. And would they really like remaster that game without his input? I don't know. <laughs> Like or, feel- or they just make him also do that. <laughs> Hello, like, I've been working on Kid Icarus Uprising DX and Smash, and as you can see, I am now a floating head. Yeah, that, that's that's the My one. Body is gone. That's the one thing that discourages me from predicting that. Because, yeah, like Sakurai's got so much going on, like in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah, like uh, I was, I was going to mention that earlier when we were talking about Toby Fox because they're kind of similar in that respect. Yeah. In that update he posted, he was like, yeah, I can barely move my arms and I have to use two trackpad mice, na- trackball mice now. Oh, and, yeah, you know. that's right. Yeah. Oh, God, poor Toby. Yeah. <laughs> they truly are friends in the Sakurai. <laughs> just both just ruining their bodies to get these games out. Oh, uh, yeah. Sorry, sorry guys. Uh, last thing, last, last like, port slash remaster slash whatever, uh, almost tangential to toby really <laughs> is uh this isn't an anniversary except is it an anniversary 
it's not the anniversary of the Earthbound franchise, right? But uh, twenty twenty one is the fifteen year anniversary of Mother Six's Mother Six <laughs> of Mother Three's release. Ah, uh, for the Game Boy Advance in two thousand and six, okay. mm-hmm. and Earthbound Beginnings and Earthbound are two of the most glaring omissions from the Nintendo Online service so right. far. So I think maybe 2021 could be the year that we see like an Earthbound trilogy okay. uh, released in Bo in in all regions, mm-hmm. like in in America and Europe and Japan. Sure, yeah, for a limited time. You know, maybe. Yeah, I I think I think at the very least they will have like a really cool physical <laughs> limited edition. Yeah, and that will be like for a limited time. Sure. That I'm more okay with. Yeah, um, I think. I think the digital version being for limited time is like a coin toss. Yeah. Um, like, I think it's, I think for a limited time is absolutely on the table for that. Yeah. Uh, I, that would make, you know what? Actually, I wouldn't even be mad. I would just be annoyed at this <laughs> point in my relationship with Nintendo. <laughs> it would just annoy me. Yeah. Yeah. Now that, you know, like, uh, it would be frustrating because of how effective that would be, you know, yep. like if like there's a big old earthbound fan base that like <laughs> that like would would want to not miss that, you know? Yeah, I would no, I'd be like the one earthbound fan who didn't buy it, just <laughs> bitterly sitting there raising, you know, shaking my fist at Nintendo while everyone else just dives headlong into an official Mother 3 translation. You could do what you do with literally other every other like purchase that makes you mad and resolve to kind of spend an equal amount on some kind of initiative that furthers game preservation i uh, i don't know why i'm even more stubborn about this than i am i don't know why either because like because other products that you've bought have done things like give Uh, people ptsd yeah yeah yeah, like like you know further like really awful crunch culture and what nintendo has done has been like slightly greedy about the way it releases video games don't like it man (laughs) i don't like it i don't like it it sucks it sucks is what i mean it feels like a weird ordering of priorities. And then if I buy it and then it's not available anymore and someone's like, oh, what games you got on your Switch? It'll be like a red badge of bullshit. <laughs> It'll show that I gave in. <laughs> you have every expansion of World Cup at 11 on your PS4 right I now. I don't have the latest one. Oh, actually. you don't I have Ultimate? I haven't okay. gotten it. I mean, I'm probably going to, but I haven't right. gotten it yet. Yeah, I haven't been that bullet just yet, yeah. but it's probably inevitable. Uh, <laughs> capitalism! <laughs> Fuck! Uh. Damned if you don't, damned if you do, but you get to play Mother 3. <laughs> there is no ethical consumption under capitalism. Truly. It's as funny as a meme, but it's it's true as hell. Yes. It's true as hell. Like, you know, pick pick your battles. Yeah. Uh, I did, and I, I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I I think maybe this direct will will have an Earthbound trilogy announcement. It'll make me really happy, you know. Sure. Like I'll yeah, 
Like no, it, I, w- I would love to be able to buy, you know, Mother 3 in an official way and play through an official translation that will also be available to other people for the Switch's lifespan. That's what I would love. I would love <laughs> to be able to do that. Yeah. Like, you know, that that is one of those like Earth like Mother 3 is one of those games where like even if they made it the most inconvenient thing possible, <laughs> like the way to buy that game in English, I would buy it in English, you yeah. know? Because maybe if like if I do that and a lot of other people do that, the next time they re release that game they'll be less stupid about it. That would be great. Yeah. And yeah, I'm I'm going I'm going to I'm going to be hopeful this okay. time and, and say that it will be at the next direct. Alright, cool. Uh up next uh some small to mid scale announcements. Alright. So every time we do this, I say that Skip Limited, uh the developers of Chibi Robo, yeah. will have some kind of cool weird little thing. Right. Um over this past month I looked up Skip Limited and it looks like they're all but defunct. Oh like it looks like they quietly shut down and they haven't announced that wow. they've done that basically. Okay. Like the CEO of Skip Limited has removed Skip Limited like from his Twitter profile. Damn. Yeah. And uh and yeah, they haven't put out anything in years. <laughs> wow. That's like when you're living in a separate house from your partner, but you still haven't gotten a divorce, but it's yeah. all over. Yeah, there's... But it's but it's Chibi Robo and the CEO of Skip Limited living in separate houses. The uh, so th- this is a bit of a tangent, but uh, I'm looping back around. Yeah. Um, uh, Pixel Game Maker MV, right? Uh-huh. This kind of uh, this game, this this engine that allows you to build and create. Uh, like kind of side-scrolling action games, sure, and like some some other stuff if you're good enough at programming. Um, I think uh by kind of the same team that does like RPG Maker and stuff. Okay. Um, I think uh they've been doing an initiative called like Pixel Game Maker Presents or something like okay. that, where uh where they have indie developers and other developers of things kind of uh make Pixel Game Maker MV games. And then, uh, and then the publisher of Pixel Game Maker MV puts those games out on. For, uh, they publish those games for PC and Switch. Okay. One of the games in that initiative is by the creator of Chibi Robo. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Like he's doing, he's making games in Pixel Game Maker right. MV instead of for Skip Limited. Oh boy! Yeah, so something is something is dire there. Yeah. Something has gone wrong, yeah. and I'm so upset. Like you can check out that guy's Pixel Game Maker MV game. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Apparently, it's getting localized. Mm, okay. Yeah, so I'll 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 pick that up. It It'll looks Pixel weird. Game Maker MV it up. Huh? You'll pixel game maker MV it up. Anyway, what what's it? What is it like, Daniel? You can, you can tell me. Uh uh oh, you I, can, I was could, I, I wasn't gonna. You, you could you could tell your pal Sean. I I don't know if I was gonna elaborate, but yeah, it's it looks weird. Okay, it looks weird. I forget what it's called. Oh, well, you do like weird. I do. Uh, yeah, it's um, the game's called Puzzle Pedestrians. Okay. Uh, it's by Chibi Robo creator Kenichi Nishi, and and yeah, it's like. It's like there's there's a bunch of like kind of townspeople with weird designs that you kind of arrange in certain ways to solve different puzzles. Okay. Like it looks very it looks weird. Sure. Uh the, it's what it's even about is very obtuse and <laughs> it's coming out in Japanese and English sometime this year. All right. Yeah. Cool. Uh I hope you like it. I hope I like it too. 
uh it'll be weird so <laughs> i i don't know all right so instead uh some other stuff good feel the developers mm-hmm. of yoshi's woolly world yoshi's crafted world warrior land shake it mm-hmm. uh they announced last year that they're working on a samurai action game that's coming out uh, in 2021. Cool. And I think at least in the states, the Nintendo will publish that, and uh, maybe they'll, uh, maybe they'll announce it here. Uh, maybe they'll shadow drop it. Sure, that'd yeah. be great. Um, I like samurai action games. Yeah, I, I, if it doesn't happen at this direct, I feel like that's gonna happen sometime this year. Cool. Yeah, uh, it looks like yeah, it looks like it looks really cute. Like the aesthetic seems really cool. Nice. It doesn't have a name yet. It's, we don't know what it's called. They could just call it Samurai Action Game. Uh, sure. <laughs> I think it's time for a new mainline Kirby game. Ooh. Yeah. It, it feels like it has been a bit, right? Hasn't we, it? Uh, I think... I think, um... The, the one where you can kind of combine powers Kirby 64 style. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I forgot. Oh man, I'm blanking on what it's called. Kirby star allies. Right. I think that was a 2017 game. Right. 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 Yeah. It's been a couple of years. Yeah. Been, uh, been a few years. Yes. Been going on four years since the last big old Kirby game. A couple, couple of years. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sorry. 2018. March, uh. March, 2018. Okay. That's when it came out. Not quite a couple, couple of years. Yeah, a few, just a few years. A couple and a half. This is what I'd call it. Why? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's, yeah, that's absolutely enough time to make another Kirby game. Oh, yeah. So, I, you know, I don't know what it'll be about. I don't know what the new gimmick's going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think it will come out this spring or this summer. Cool. So maybe yeah. I'll get it this time. Ooh, yeah, that'd be it, nice. Depends on what it is. Yeah, uh, Kirby Star Allies was fun. Yeah, it's I from watching you, you know, and and Lee and no uh, Max and Stephanie just reviewed it with you. Yeah, we yeah. yeah back back when we were doing play this, right? We did, we did an episode with my co-host Max uh, and his wife Stephanie. Yes, and my fiance Lee, who was just my uh, my partner at the time. Right. And yeah, it seemed like a good game based on what I saw of it. Yeah. I liked uh, that Marx was playable. Yes, that was great. Yeah. That was really great. Lee went from like, who the fuck is Marx to just loving that character, which I appreciate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Lee fucking loves Marx. It's like, you go, you funky little clown. <laughs> like, that's that's Lee's like crazy yeah. on Marx. Yeah. It's, it's great. It is. It's fantastic. And finally, I think... Here's a mid skill announcement that I think will happen this year. Maybe this, maybe this direct, maybe the next one. Okay. Uh, so Camelot, mm-hmm. their last game was uh, was Mario Tennis Aces. Okay. Which came out mid 2018, so they've had a few years to work on their next game. Right. Uh, Camelot uh, is known for Mario sports titles like yes. Mario Tennis and Mario Golf. Uh. That Mario Tennis for the GBA, people love that game. Oh, people love that game. I'm sad Ke- I missed it. Camelot's been chasing that high ever since. <laughs> uh, and Camelot is also known for the Golden Sun franchise. Which is why I love them. Yes. Uh, Golden Sun, these uh, these really solid uh, RPGs for the Game Boy Advance. With, at the time, mind-blowing battle visuals. Yes. With yeah. tons of, like 
pixels flying everywhere and cool rotating backgrounds. Yeah, at the time it looked beautiful. Visuals haven't aged amazingly because yeah. I kind of use like kind of 3D graphics. That astounded me in, oh, in yeah. 2001 or whenever that was, though. 2001. Yeah, that blew my mind. Do you know what that means, Sean? What does that mean, Daniel? That means... It's an anniversary! That this year is the 20-year anniversary ah! of Golden Sun. I'm going to turn into bones and dust. <laughs> so old. 20 years gone. I truly remember it like it was yesterday. <laughs> My friend Andy got Golden Sun for his birthday. I watched it uh, sitting on the couch with him, and there was no backlight on the GBA, so he had to squint at the screen and watch as those golden boys attacked monsters there are people listening to this podcast that were not alive when you did that and rescued Ginny. <laughs> that's d-j-i-n-n-i not a person named Ginny. they're important to the golden sun franchise anyway yeah go on it's an anniversary so i'm old i think <laughs> i think even though we haven't seen a Golden Sun game since like 2009, mm-hmm. that that mediocre one for the DS, right? I think we're getting a Golden Sun announcement. Oh, I would love that. Uh, I don't know whether it's going to be a remake of the first two games, uh-huh. or if it'll be like a like a new game in the Golden Sun franchise <laughs> that maybe tries to tries to be palatable for like new players it's just a direct sequel to dark dawn <laughs> <laughs> no doesn't get you up at all yeah no i think maybe it'll be like kind of uh, a spiritual sequel yeah. you know like it, it'll have Ginny in it right it'll have the the little genies right right yes yeah. um and like other like golden sun staples but it won't follow the adventures of matthew and and william and whoever for a split second there i was like no daniel we just discussed this there's not a character named Ginny; it's multiple gin <laughs> that's what i was thinking before i realized that actually you had done it correctly and i was the one who was mistaken <laughs> there's no i don't think there is a character in golden sun named william i was thinking of isaac oh yeah, yeah, yeah matthew yeah. and isaac and all them um, and yeah to be clear there is not a character named Ginny. Daniel had it right. I was wrong. I'm going to say, yeah. uh, I'm going to say Golden Sun remake, remake okay. of the remake of the first two Golden Sun games. Cool, because those two Golden Sun games are basically two halves of the same story. Yes. right? so I think they'll just pack those together in one like big, nice, three D ass Golden Sun game. And here's another example of how old we are. If you wanted to carry your data over from Golden Sun 1 to Golden Sun 2, you had to either... Golden have, Sun the Lost Age. You had to either have two Game Boy Advances and a link cable, or put in like a 250 character password. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> that just encapsulated all of the data about your save file. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Oh man. Good times? Good times. Question mark? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, that would be, I feel like that would be the best use of Camelot's time, right? Because, yeah. like, like Mario Tennis Aces came out and the reception to that was fine. Yeah. Right? Like, we were like, yeah, this this is, we we still miss that Mario Tennis game we made, like, 20 years ago. <laughs> right. And are never going to replicate. Yeah. So I wonder if instead, like, Nintendo will have Camelot appeal to the nostalgia of 
of Game Boy Advance players that are now in their thirties. They can't AKA decide. Sean Francis. They can't decide which one to do. They do Golden Sun Tennis. <laughs> <laughs> hey Isaac, check this out. I summoned my Ginny, which is a little creature and not a woman, and then I hit this ball. That's the bit. Let's move on. <laughs> let's. What's next? Well, please, let's move on. Uh, so yeah, I think that'll be kind of one of the bigger, smaller <laughs> announcements, right? right? Kind of a mid-scale game, yeah. but it'll feel big because we haven't seen Golden Sun in 20 years. Yeah. Well, you know, like 11 years. Get but... those Golden Boys back in here. Yeah, get them. With their rackets. No. <laughs> so finally, uh, we're, we're here in, in bigger announcements. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Although... Uh, first, why don't I say some other things that are celebrating some anniversaries? <laughs> oh my god. Uh, Donkey Kong is celebrating its 40-year anniversary. Wow. Um, That's and I, an old gorilla. Yeah, I feel like there might be something to commemorate that, but mm-hmm. I, I don't know. They, they don't care that much about Donkey Kong these days. Yeah, no. Yeah, he, he doesn't get that much attention. Um, <laughs> they, sh- they, they don't even remake it. They just release Donkey Kong 64 as a game on the Switch. <laughs> Forty dollars. I, I am. Uh, here's another one. It's Nintendo 64's 25 year anniversary. Ah. Uh, I think there is a chance that this year, but not at this direct. Yeah. Uh, that they could add Nintendo 64. Man. Uh, like to the Nintendo Online service. I would or, love that. Or N64 Classic. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which would be hilarious because I just bought a Nintendo 64 from <laughs> from the place I work. That's true. Yeah. Uh, I mean, depending on uh, what games you're interested in, you might it might wind up being cheaper to just get a bunch of N64 games. Yeah, maybe, especially before they announce the classic. Yeah, or after? Who knows? Um, I don't know how the economy works. It's the 25 year anniversary of Persona. Oh, which you know there will be Persona announcements, but they're not going to be at this direct. Yeah, uh, it's the. It's the 25 year anniversary of Tomb Raider. <laughs> it's the uh, it's the 10 year anniversary of the 3DS oh. in Japan, I think. Okay. Um, oh, I think everywhere. Oh. Um, it's the uh, it's the 10 year anniversary of Skyrim. Oh wow! Uh, the 20 year anniversary of Devil May Cry. Wow. Uh, but those have all recently kind of had re-releases and that kind right, of thing. Right, right. Uh, it's the 25-year anniversary of Resident Evil. Oh. But we're getting Village this year, so yeah. that'll kind of tie into that, I think. Uh, the 20-year anniversary of RuneScape. <laughs> Still going strong. Still going strong. Uh, the 20-year anniversary of Halo. Uh, and the 20-year anniversary of uh, Super Smash Bros. Melee. Uh, and it still won't die. Yeah, I... I think some people are going to, like, get hopeful about, like, Melee getting some kind of HD. But of course it fucking won't. Yeah, HD re-released this year to kind of commemorate that, but no, I, I, like, maybe one day something like that'll happen. I I don't think that's happening this year. Yeah, not me either. Nintendo and I are of, of, of a same mind in the sense that we both wish that that game would die and people would move on, but Nintendo is handling that very differently than I would. <laughs> <laughs> uh, badly. Yes. So, uh, yeah. Oh, also the 25th year anniversary of Crash Bandicoot. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, but we got Crash 4, and that feels like an early celebration of that. Sure. Plus, I mean, if you if you get your way, then Crash is coming to Smash. Oh, yeah. Crashy smashy. 
That'd be a pretty good 25th anniversary uh, gift. Crashy Smashy. Crashy Smashy. Crashy Smashy. Grandma Also the five-year anniversary of Pokemon Go, but I feel like five years isn't really much of an anniversary. Yeah, no. Uh... <laughs> Sorry, imagining like a five-year-old child, like, oh, fuck off, kid. <laughs> so you made it to five. Wow, wait till you pay taxes. <laughs> uh, so I've already kind of mentioned what I think one of the one of the biggest announcements will be, and that is Zelda Breath of the Wild sequel, right? Yes. That that getting a 2021 announcement, right? Um. And I do think that this year we'll see Zelda and maybe even Metroid Anniversary stuff through sure. the year. But I think they're going to keep mostly keep a lid on that until they're done celebrating Mario, which, okay. will, which will be which will be after March. Yeah, I think that tracks. Yeah. Uh. So. So really, I got two things left when it comes to bigger announcements. Okay. One is the thing we predict every direct. Yeah. Same thing we predict every direct, Pinky. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh, that wasn't bad. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, a third-party collaboration using a first-party IP. Right. Um, which, you know, which they have done uh, over the course of the past few years. Uh, Hyrule Warriors, Age of Calamity, yeah. is uh-huh. a, a first-party IP uh, collaborating with a third-party developing it. In that case, Koei Tecmo slash Omega Force. Right. Um, it's hard to imagine what it'll be. You know what? Hmm? Give me a sec. Oh, the spark of inspiration. All right. Less confident in this now that I've now that I've checked a couple things. Okay. But Starlink Battle for Atlas ah, came out good. in 2018. Right. It came out October 2018. Okay. October 16th, 2018. Um, and basically I went to go check... Uh, to see if there's anything else they've been working on in the past two years. Sure. The answer to that is yes. Yeah, absolutely. They've definitely been working on stuff <laughs> the past two years. Okay. One of them is Watch Dogs Legion, which is a huge oh, project wow. that just came out. Yeah. And the other is Far Cry 6 coming out later this year. Okay. They're pretty will, tied up. Yeah. Like, the, the, the Ubisoft Toronto, yeah. the developers of that, is is a huge team, so it's possible that, like, a small chunk of that huge team is working sure. on a Star Fox game uh, after people liked the Star Fox part of Starlink so much right. and nothing else. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, they they also seem kind of busy, and, uh, yeah, I'm I'm less confident in that now. That's fair. But I don't know what else I would guess, actually, because, hmm. like, oh, God, I just want a developer that's good at racing games to make a F-Zero game. That'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I've never... That's not true. I was gonna say I've never been angrier. It made me very upset when, like, Shigeru Miyamoto or somebody basically said, like, we stopped making F-Zero games because we don't know what to do with the franchise. Yeah. Like, make racing games. <laughs> You've released the same Mario game 97 times. Make a racing game with the cast of F-Zero in it, you dipshits. Make like, a racing game. Like it, It's a racing game that feels much different than Mario Kart. You know, it has its own niche. Right. And, and that niche has been waiting for an F-Zero game for the last, like, two decades. Yes. Like, ride on the, you know, 
get into the slipstream of Cyberpunk 2077 and make a futuristic game that's good. Make an F-Zero <laughs> game. Uh, yeah, man, that, that'd be nuts. But, like, I feel like I've already kind of used some, like, nuts, like, left hook announcements for this Direct already, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like, yeah, so I, I don't know. I don't know if I have faith in F-Zero showing up. The, the, de- <laughs> the, the, de- <laughs> The developer that makes Football Manager makes an F-Zero management game. (laughs) (laughs) Outfit your racers with the correct racers and parts and then look at spreadsheets about how they did. Mm -hmm. All of the F-Zero, none of the fun that you associate (laughs) with that franchise coming. It's getting shadow dropped, actually. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm not predicting that. Thank God. I could, uh... I could see like a Fire Emblem thing happening. Sure, why not? Um, yeah, Bandai Namco's Soul Calibur team makes a 3D Fire Emblem fighting game. <laughs> I'd love that. Oh yeah, I would love that. To be clear, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. And Bandai Namco, I feel like, and Nintendo, uh, like are p- pretty. They're pretty close knit these mm-hmm. days. You know, like. They collaborate a lot. Yeah. So I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. Sure. Just maybe they're busy. <laughs> yeah, that would be the only thing. Because, I mean, you know, people clearly love Fire Emblem, especially now that Nintendo has made it inexplicably sexy. Uh, so, <laughs> like, I, I feel as though it would do well, at least yeah. as far as fighting games go. Yeah. What I would really want, like, if I were to get a Fire Emblem fighting game, I would want, like, a Dissidia-style arena fighter. With a lot of flashiness and moving around, and, oh yeah, you know, all yeah, that kind of thing. That's what I would want. That'd more be than, cool. More than something that has like the measured pace of a Soul Caliber, you know. <laughs> um, but I'll I'll take whatever I can get, honestly. Yeah, yeah, valid. Yeah, I, I do feel like if a Fire Emblem fighting game were to be made, it'd probably end up being more grounded because yeah, yeah. Uh, they do run on the ground. <laughs> Yeah, I meant just you know more more realistic, quote right? Unquote. Sure. Yeah, I'd also take an anime fighter. Hmm? I'd also take an anime. Oh yeah, fighter. I'd I'd love Arc System Works to like get oh, their, yeah. get their mitts on Fire Emblem. Although there's like when it comes to games, I wish Arc System Works had the license <laughs> to make a fighting game in. It's a lot. Yeah, like I I don't even think Fire Emblem would even crack top ten. Wow. You know? Well, maybe okay. top ten, but not top five. Give me your top three. Uh, top three. Um, Just so that we're not here until the end of time. Yeah. Top three properties I'd want Arc System Works to make a fighting game in yeah. that they haven't already. Uh-huh. Um, really, any Shonen Jump property besides Dragon Ball. Sure. Like Naruto or One Piece. I'm just going to lump that into one. Okay. Um, Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> That'd be great. And... Avatar, Ooh, the last Airbender. Good, good choices. Yeah, excellent choices. Yeah. What about you? Give me your top three. Okay. Yeah, and, and yeah, like properties they haven't already touched. So, like, obviously, we both want Persona Five Arena the most. Right, right, right. But yeah, man, if Dissidia didn't already exist, I would say Final Fantasy. I mean, that Arcism works with that property would be cool. Oh yeah, they yeah. could do such a great Final Fantasy game. Yeah. Kind of drawn a blank, honestly. 
Yeah, I I feel like I, feel I know like there's stuff. Yeah, right? you'll you'll come up with like five after we're done recording. Yeah, exactly, and then I'll I'll just post them on Twitter. <laughs> well, you 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 think on that if if something occurs to you before we're done, we can jump back to it. Okay, cool. Yeah, but yeah, like basically they'd be amazing in pretty much anything. Yeah. So like yeah, fire, fire emblem as like an Arxism or style fire would be would be rad as hell you know i don't have a close association with this franchise myself but they could make a really cool disgaea fighting game oh yeah yeah, yeah. they could just have yeah, like laharl and etna and all those people in it yeah that could be really cool yeah oh and and i've imagined like a danganronpa fighting game by like if not arsism <laughs> works like one of those anime fighters like french bread or whatever yeah oh yeah, yeah. that'd be so good yeah French Bread are the developers of uh, Undernight Imbirth. Yeah. For yeah. for those that don't know that developer's name offhand. Castlevania. Ooh, shit. Okay, so those are my three. Final Fantasy, Disgaea, and Castlevania. Okay, nice. Yeah. Yeah, those, those are nice, yeah. You don't think that Fire Emblem will be in your top three? Uh, I mean, it would. I was trying to do stuff that was not. Yeah, that's yeah, fair, yeah. Yeah. Um, we hadn't already covered. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, you, you know what? I... <laughs> For for lack of a of a different big third party collaboration, I'm going to say, uh, Soul Calibur style Fire Emblem fighting game. Okay, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll I'll jump on that with you. Okay, cool. Yeah, I I feel like 2020 had kind of a dearth of mm-hmm. fighting game announcements. Ooh, good good vocab word. And we're we're do some fighting game announcements, and I, I just feel like there'll be some cool stuff in this direct. Sure. Yeah. For a while, my cousin, not not my cousin's daughter, who I sometimes also refer to as my cousin because she's close to my age. Right. But my actual cousin, who's like in her 50s, uh, she dated a guy who was in a band called Dearth. Oh. Yeah. Bad. Bad, bad band. I don't think it exists anymore. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe it made a comeback, like, you know, like 40 years later after they they learned new instruments and... And dabbled in, you know, the dark side. <laughs> they called it Darth Vader. <laughs> no. <laughs> so okay, we're. we're I my... truly did not know what you were doing until you got to the very end. <laughs> this is impressive. So, uh, last. Do you have any last like big announcement predictions um, before, I, before I get to mine? No. No, no, I don't think so. No, no big surprises that you think Nintendo could whip out. Uh, well, I already said that Reggie's coming back. So, <laughs> but you said he's coming back as a third-party developer. Yeah, but then afterward he'll be like, "I'm done with this game. I'm joining Nintendo again, dissolving my company. <laughs> Reggie Games will be no more at that time. I'm telling you all this now, employees. I'm sorry. <laughs> Incredible." No, he'd have more sense than that. He'd, he'd he'd give them nice severance packages or you know something. So I looked over a lot of companies that have been busy for the past few years instead of like announcing games or showing us what they've been working on. Yeah, and I mentioned a few of them uh, over the course of this prediction. Like Grezzo's been quiet lately. Goodfield, uh-huh. Goodfield's working on their thing. Um, but there's one company where uh, outside of like ports and remasters and stuff and like kind of. Uh, development assistance for other games mm-hmm. we haven't seen their main project in a few years oh. and that is monolith soft oh. they released xenoblade chronicles 2 in in 2017 uh-huh. and while they have helped with the development of some other games 
uh, one of their main uh, big teams has been working on a new RPG, like a new uh, action okay. RPG uh, that they hired for like uh, like mid-2018 after they were wrapping up their Xenoblade Chronicles 2 DLC stuff. Okay. So, I think, again, this is like a, this will definitely happen this year. Yeah. Maybe it'll happen at this direct. I'm going to go ahead and say it'll happen at this direct, but I think we're going to see Monolith Soft's like big new game. Okay. Yeah. Cool. What uh, do you think it's going to be? Well, uh, when when they said they were recruiting for a new project, uh, they made the announcement alongside some concept art of like... Okay. Of like kind of... Uh, uh kind of almost like a fire emblem ass like battlefield like kind hmm. of like a medieval sure uh battlefield with like like a woman like knight like with like unsheathing a sword with like clad in like this blue armor and like a big like white billowing cape it sounds great yeah um so I imagine that it could kind of take some cues from, like, Musou games, right? Like, fighting, like, waves of enemies in a battlefield. It'd be really cool to see Monolith Soft's take on that. Exactly. I think it'll have a uniquely Monolith Soft take on that kind of thing. Nice. That's that's my guess. All right. Yeah. Monolith Soft reimagines Musou. Cool. That's my my big announcement guess. Now, here's the other question that is also important. How will Mecha figure into it? Mecha have only... (laughs) Well, okay. Mecha have only figured into one Monolith Soft game so far. But I forgot about the existence of Xenosaga. Right. A trilogy of Mech games. And also Xenogears. (laughs) A Mech game that was kind of like their start, basically. Uh Right. Um, Although I don't... That wasn't Monolith Soft. That was just... That was just the guy right. that went on to to do a bunch of stuff at Monolith Soft. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I could I could see some fucking medieval mech uh-huh. shit happening, but I don't think there'll be mech in this one. Oh, okay, they <laughs> Xenoblade One had mech in it. Basically, <laughs> you were you were climbing on the backs of uh-huh. a giant mech. Yeah, as as far as we can tell. Um, not every Monolith Soft game is is helmed by the Xenosaga, Xenoblade sure. guy. Yeah, I guess it's possible that he is also writing for this like for this new game. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um which means that some kind of mech integration <laughs> might be inevitable. I didn't think about that. Well, now it's in your brain. Yeah. Uh It'll be hilarious if we watch the trailer for that. The first thing that happens is a big mech stomps out. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, the the woman with the big sword just steps up next to it. Oh, oh man. If it's, like, fucking, fucking knights fighting mechs. That, that could, would be great. That could be cool. And then, like... And then, like, disassembling the mechs and using Ooh. them to build new weapons and stuff. Oh, man. That would be my... Uh, one of my many dream games. <laughs> <laughs> I would love that. Yeah. I could also see them waiting until E3 or something. Uh-huh. Or, like, you know, like, summer or fall to announce the Monolith Soft game for a... Uh, for late 2021 sure. or uh, sometime in 2022 kind of release that's fair uh i can see them waiting uh but i could 
I, I just get kind of a vibe that there's going to be a couple of announcements that's like, hi, we know we didn't really announce anything <laughs> exciting last year. Uh-huh. So here we're just kicking off 2021 with some exciting announcements, just getting your expectations up for a really cool year of, right. of Nintendo games. Like, that's the vibe I'm getting. Okay. Um, it's a vibe of hope. <laughs> well, I am, I too am hopeful that cool shit will happen in this direct. Yeah. <laughs> and like, it it could just it could not happen until March. Like, yeah, that's true. It could like we could wait until March for another mini direct. We could just uselessly be predicting uh, uh, things that will not come to pass for months. Yeah, well, but that's how it is here on the Smashing Theory. Yep. Sometimes we theory. Sometimes we smash. <laughs> any last predictions for for the direct or any any Q one twenty twenty one announcements? I think I've done enough. Yeah. <laughs> Let's open some listener mail. All right. No, you've done enough. Don't open it. No, you've done enough. I took out the mail. Here it is. Plop. Here's an email from James M. All right, James M. Hello, a smashing theory. I think the directs will remain under 30 minutes in 2021, and we will get 8 to 10 throughout the year. Okay. I include the indie showcases in this number, but not any of the Smash Bros. edition videos. Ah. Here are my related thoughts. One, while COVID is an issue, exact release dates are harder to pin down. Mm -hmm. I think Nintendo will wait as long as they can to announce games and continue to push (laughs) digital sales over physical sales. Sure, that makes sense. Two, a five-game highlight video seems to get the same online buzz as a 20-game highlight video. <laughs> Even a short one-game announcement video seems to get plenty of coverage. Mm. There doesn't seem to be any incentive to bundling up game announcements since console sales are solid. Okay. So why not spread out announcements? Mm. Three, huge game announcements like Metroid 4, Breath of the Wild 2 can be thrown into events like Game Awards or E3. Mm. James M., I think those are some solid, sober thoughts, James M. Yeah, honestly, like I was, I was like putting together like my big ass outline, and I'm like, I'm gonna pop over to listen to uh-huh. what people say, and then I read this, and like, right, and like my, my, my enthusiasm like went down <laughs> by several notches because what James M is saying makes a lot of sense. Nintendo might have realized over the past year that partner showcases work just as well as their right. big Nintendo directs and take a tenth as much work <laughs> sure yeah um so i do think that it's certainly possible that january 2021 will just have a partner showcase mm-hmm. um and have some of the third-party things i mentioned maybe they'll pretend that monolith soft is a partner right and have that announcement in there sure um but that would make me sad yeah it would be the the sort of continuing deconstruction of the nintendo direct from the days when real humans hosted them in person <laughs> just gradually becoming nothing you know, you after know, like, after a while it'll just be a five second video or in the middle of it you just hear someone go boop and even, do they still get millions of views even that era you remember of like real people hosting directs like there were always directs between those usually smaller directs but directs mm-hmm. nonetheless that would just have voiceovers and yeah, stuff but the big boys that, the big boys that was never like like you you consider that like a staple of directs is so weird because that was something that would happen in a lot of directs but it wasn't like it, it was it was never the the thing that made a direct a direct it made me excited daniel i got <laughs> big excite <laughs> 
Yeah. Fuck the game announcements. You just saw Bill training up there eating an apple or whatever. Yeah, eat that apple, Bill. (laughs) Stuff that big, big apple down your mouth. Get that sunburn treated, my dude. Chomp, chomp. (laughs) One of the... One of the directions I remember most clearly was just one where, like, Bill Treenan is presenting a lot of stuff, and he just has the worst sunburn I've ever seen in my life. Um, Fortunately, you don't get many sunburns in Chicago. I mean, if you go to Lake Michigan or something, obviously you do, but I don't do that, so I don't. Fortunately, Sean doesn't get a lot of sunburns in Chicago. I mean, you know, I feel like like six months out of the year, you're probably not getting sunburn. <laughs> it's uh, less than Florida. Yeah, much less than Florida. But I think people that have moved from Florida to Chicago and have lived here for several years is kind of a small sample size that isn't indicative of, like, everyone listening. I mean, you'd be surprised. Well, you wouldn't be because many of our friends moved here from Florida for (laughs) whatever reason. Right. But also a chunk of those have, have moved away already. It's true. It's sad. Yeah. The last time I got a really bad sunburn, I went tubing at a river in Florida and why unwisely did not wear sunscreen. Yeah, I was out like all day. And I mean, my whole back got sunburned so badly that I can remember just like being pressed up against my bedroom wall and like rubbing it up and down like I was a bear or something. Like I was in such agony because of the itching. <laughs> and uh, now you know that about me. What's, what's the next mail? <laughs> Thanks, James M. Thanks, James M. Sorry I got sunburned. <laughs> I'm still sorry about that to this day. Uh, our last mail of the day is from Turkey Legs on Twitter. All right, Turkey Legs. Welcome back, Turkey Legs. Welcome back, Turkey Legs. What do they got for us? Uh, Turkey Legs says, hey, ASM, your favorite food here. Wait, a s- s- smashing Miri? I feel like... You probably used some dumb initials <laughs> the last time we talked to Turkey Legs. And... I probably did do that, to be fair. <laughs> I wouldn't put that past me. <laughs> hey, is I'm your favorite food here. I think partner showcases will be the most common thing here. <laughs> Weird ports and cloud games aplenty. Maybe announcing that Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 port we already know about. Uh-huh. And maybe Fall Guys timed exclusivity will end? Hmm. I expect stuff every month. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, thanks, Turkey Legs. Yeah, this is another Turkey Legs. They're, they're kind of getting right in there with James M. on the, you know, directs will become less important over yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, right? I've, 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 got <laughs> some, I've got some really... Uh, some really level-headed yeah. males today. It's, it's it's almost taking some wind out of my sails. Nah, because usually we get mail and it's like, I think that Gino is getting his own game. <laughs> <laughs> but this time it's just like, I think it makes good business sense when you consider the charts. Shout, shout out to Atlas Fathom who actually did uh predict like 10 different things <laughs> and I wasn't sure which one to pick. Pick one at random. Uh... A Zelda 64 3D collection to celebrate Zelda's 35th anniversary. I would Ocarina, t- uh, Ocarina of Time 3D, Majora's Mask 3D, and Master Quest. I would love that. Yeah. I'd get that. Um, uh, limited time? Um, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would absolutely be for a limited time. Uh, Nintendo! <laughs> F- 
fuck? I feel like you'd just be like a less miserable person if you just bought one of these games. I guess the thing about it is that like, 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 you know, I, I almost said midway. WB Games and NetherRealm, they're going to continue making Mortal Kombat games until I'm dead and well after yeah, that. Yeah, sure. But this thing from Nintendo, it's like so new that part of my brain is like, I have a chance you, if I, Sean, don't <laughs> buy these. You, you know what? I'm doing it. I totally get that. <laughs> I totally absolutely get that. There's, yeah, I, there, there is kind of that like, like yeah, maybe I can be the one person to right. like vote with my wallet. And but of course, it's not going right? to fucking. It's not I, going to. I happen. mean, you know, it's it's not like I don't feel like it's unhealthy to have that mindset. You know, to to feel like because every every vote counts, right? Yeah. Like yeah. Uh, like we've we literally saw that in in this last election. <laughs> That's true. Some it was a it was a. That race was so much tighter than it needed to be. I was going to say. It was, I, it was so stressful. Really, if anything, that race showed that every vote counts no matter how many times you count them. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Oh, that's good. Hey, uh, look out for our new politics podcast. No. I'm just kidding. I, I would never subject Daniel to that. <laughs> uh, yeah, like, I don't know, like, uh, very tangential. Uh, but Ducktales, uh, the the reboot. Yeah. Uh, Lee and I have been watching it. Sean Sean has actually been watching it with us occasionally. I have. Impressively, I'm not tired of it yet. Which yeah. Would usually have happened by now. Yeah. But they just keep pumping out bangers. Yeah. Like they just keep like every time because you guys watch like three four episodes every time you sit down to watch it. Yeah. And at least one of them, I'm like, this episode's fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's impressive. That is impressive. Yeah. yeah. Like. Yeah. <laughs> It's funny, like, the, the other day I was, like, you know, talking to Liam, like, isn't it wild that, like, we've been binging a show and and Sean, like, likes it? Yeah. And Lee just goes, don't jinx it. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, like, it's, uh, like, yeah, du- DuckTales Reboot has been really good. And when we started, the day we started watching it, Disney announced that it was canceled. Yeah. Right? So we've been watching it on Disney Plus, but we caught up to the Disney Plus episodes. They only had the first two seasons on there. Right. So we bought uh season three on Amazon Prime, right? Yeah. We spent money on it and like part <laughs> and part of us is just both hoping that like Disney will notice that uh, that uh, maybe a bunch of people, including us, are buying right. DuckTales now, and maybe they'll change their mind about canceling it. <laughs> so I'm doing the opposite. Yeah, <laughs> right, yeah. I'm You're... depriving myself of things that I love. <laughs> In order to convince Nintendo to stop depriving people in the future of things that I love. And we're just impatiently buying things <laughs> we love. Uh, that, so. that that official Fire Emblem 1 translation is enormously tempting to me. That's, I mean, yeah, six bucks, too. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. so fucking cheap. Like... <laughs> Uh, right like they finally like re-release an nes game at a price that's reasonable yeah <laughs> right to you yeah yeah thanks <laughs> well you know like i have no like, we I... have we have different standards as yeah. we've discussed for 30 minutes one time. <laughs> <laughs> oh know. man yeah oh the driest bonus content i've ever put out that was like a that, that was like two professors having a debate, you know. Like, <laughs> the worst professors was, of all so, time. So far beyond <laughs> being entertaining. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's weird what people like to hear us do, though. Yeah, I I, I never expect it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's our that's our mail. Thanks for everyone who uh, sent us some. Yeah. Zzz- 
if you know if you want to know uh, what else you can catch us doing we have a patreon patreon.com slash beep boop group Yep. yeah we we have uh at bare minimum every month we put up an exclusive podcast on there called beep boop soup uh yes. that is accessible for a dollar uh a month and you can also contribute to that podcast by sending us questions and stuff you can't even get soup for a dollar these days it's true yeah i defy you to find i feel like there's one dollar cans of soup at like family dollar not can it's you gotta it's gotta be made for you in the way that we make it we don't can our soup you you did not specify that until just now i i this is evolving as i go (laughs) anyway we don't can our soup we make it hot and fresh for our listeners once a month usually at the very very end of the month right before it would be improper for us to release it if you want to support us on patreon.com good soups take a long time (laughs) uh we're doing those at the very least i also like to put up bonus content and stuff yes uh right now i'm kind uh all three of us are kind of hunkering down uh the third person being my fiance lee uh, we're all kind of hunkering down on playing a bunch of games that released in 2020 yeah. to prepare for uh, our Game of the Year 2020 podcast. Although, I mean, really, at this point, I've thrown other games out the window and I'm just playing one game <laughs> <laughs> that I'm I sure, really like. Yeah, I'm sure you'll loop back around. Well, yeah. I'm not sure you'll loop back around, but maybe you will. Uh, so that's been the main big project we've been focusing on. Yeah. Uh, but once that's out, and that'll be available to everyone for free, right. uh, I'll be... I'll be catching up on a bunch of Patreon projects mm-hmm. uh, that are in the pipeline, like Sean and I's Undertale retrospective, yes. and uh, me and Lee uh, playing Rampage, yeah. and then watching the Rampage movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that that stuff should be coming to you in February. Nice. Uh, but yeah, like, <laughs> uh, COVID is still affecting our schedules, and it's still a mm-hmm. disaster, so all that's subject to change, obviously. Right. But that's at least stuff you can look forward to. And speaking of things you can look forward to next time on A Smashing Theory, that depends. Yes. Uh, Maybe it will be Nintendo Direct reactions. Yeah, it could be Nintendo Direct reactions. If a Nintendo Direct does not come out this month, uh, then the next time you see us here at A Smashing Theory will probably be around the end of the month right? where we will do game of the year 2021 all right yeah yeah but if i made a spreadsheet for it i'm ready <laughs> but if uh you already watched the nintendo direct the day <laughs> this episode uploaded then we're sorry then you'll see us next week with reactions <laughs> right yeah um yeah so either one of those uh, feel free to send us mail and uh, and that kind of thing. You can tweet it at us at the Smashing Theory on Twitter. Please give us a follow while you're at it. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you can email us a Smashing Theory at Gmail. Yes. Uh, yeah. Either send us like your uh your direct reactions as the direct happens, or uh send us what your favorite game of 2021 was. Yeah. Yeah. Tell um, us. <laughs> there's there's a chance that that episode will run so long that I won't have that I won't have time to <laughs> to read that kind of thing. Right. But yeah, send send it to us. I love reading it anyway. We'll appreciate it in our hearts. Yeah. And maybe you know you'll recommend a game that we haven't that hasn't on our radar and we'll play it and love it. Yes, that is a very distinct possibility. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of scouring <laughs> right now for uh 
for games to play. Right. They came out between uh, December 2019 and November, the end of November 2020. Right. Uh, if it came out, uh, if it came out the beginning of December 2020, uh, or later, it's it's ineligible. Yes. Uh, we're weird like that. Yeah, because we we did that last year. One one day I'm just gonna be like December to December, <laughs> uh, but it's not this year because so so much came out. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, well, so we'll see you when we see you with whatever it is that we see you with. And in the meantime, we either do or do not hope that you have a smashing time. Great, thanks. Special thanks! Special thanks! Special thanks to Lonel! Thanks, Lonald! Lonald, I gotta tell you, um, you actually already know this because Daniel texted you about it, but we recently played the latest Jackbox Party Pack. There's a great game on it. We're gonna play it with you. Yeah! Uh, it's Talking Points on yes. Jackbox Party Pack 7. We had to stop playing it when we were playing it on New Year's Eve. Because if I had continued to play it, I was going to injure myself from <laughs> laughing so hard. Like, yeah. Like, like, yeah, after we finished, like, our third playthrough, Sean was like, I can't play this anymore. If I laugh anymore, I will vomit. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, I mean, it's, like, I, I got it. My diaphragm got a workout. Yeah, oh, it was incredible. That, oh, God. Yeah, I'm so excited to play that with more people, yeah. including you, Lionel. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, thank you. Special thanks to Nymph. Thank you, Nymphioni. You have said that exact thing have before. I really? You have said Nymphioni in the past. Thank you. Well, I didn't want to say thank you, Nympho, etc. <laughs> so which I, I which course, you've also done in the past. I course corrected at the last minute because I'm a good friend. <laughs> Thanks for being a better friend than Sean. Thanks. (laughs) Special thanks to my fiance, Lee. Thanks, Lee. Thanks. Uh, Oh, you you brought me some pumpkin bread the other night. I ate it. It was good. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to figure out food with you once I I get out of this recording. I'm going to make a macaroni and cheese. I don't know why I kind of said that like Mario for a second. (laughs) Unrelated to macaroni and cheese. Unrelated to Lee. Yeah. You know, you guys do things together because you're a couple. We're special thanking Lee right now. I do things by myself. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, excited to watch more DuckTales with you. I love you. Thanks, Lee, for appreciating my autonomy from you and Daniel. (laughs) Special thanks to Mr. Cool Red Luigi. Wahoo! Well executed. It's a me! Yeah? Bitch! Roy, say I hope you had a good Christmas and a happy new year. Yeah, I hope so too. Yeah. Uh, happy holidays to you and yours. It's yeah. a little late for that, but anyway. Yeah, I hope you had them. It's never too late for happy holidays. Maybe like July. If you yeah. said happy holidays in July, that'd be a little weird. Royce, if you remind me in July, I will wish you happy holidays. Oh, so remind me. Uh... Sean has a has a Google Google Home thing. Yes. Um and he he wished Google uh a happy new year like 7 hours before 
New Year's actually happened. It was New Year's Eve. It was New Year's Eve, but like it was like 3 p.m. and you're like Happy New Year, <laughs> and then like Google was like Happy New Year. Ding 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 ding. ding. It's like this is too early. This is too early. So I've been scheming quietly to myself to just like you know like. June 17th, just be like, hey, Google, Happy New Year, and see what Google does. Uh, this is how we get into disagreements in this household. <laughs> so someone remind me to do that. June 17th. All right. I'm- uh, special thanks to Cool Gabe. Cool Gabe, he's a cool man, and he likes to do cool things. Couldn't believe when he did that magic trick and pulled out diamond rings. Cool Gabe, love that man. Cool Gabe. <laughs> that was pretty good, actually. Thanks. Yeah, no no, no critique this time. <laughs> good. All right. Thanks, I'll take that. Th- thanks, Cool Gabe, thanks. For, for supporting Sean's growth as a, as a lyricist. Thanks, Cool Gabe. <laughs> Special thanks to Vinny G. Vinny G, all right. Yeah. I can't carry all of these, Daniel. You have to work with me here. You gotta do something. Vinny, I'm still waiting with bated breath to hear what you thought of the Pixar movie Soul. Yes, yeah. yeah. We gotta get your soul impressions. Yeah, if you watched it. Yeah. Yeah, no no pressure to watch Obviously, it. Obviously, yeah, if you don't feel like watching it, that's fine. I yeah. didn't really feel like watching it, and I wound up enjoying myself more than I anticipated that I would. Yeah, Soul, Soul's an interesting movie. Like, the more I yeah. think about it, the, there's the more takes I have. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, because there's there's some stuff. There, uh-huh. There's some stuff about it. It's a movie with problems. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a movie with problems, but there's some stuff that it does execute really, really well. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. On, on the one hand, yeah, like, there, I, there are things I could complain about. On the other hand, it got the most honest cry out of me of any Pixar movie I've ever watched. <laughs> so that's you, really something. You do hate to be manipulated into crying by Pixar movies. I just hate being manipulated in film honestly <laughs> yeah uh yeah they're like as soon as i as soon as i feel the the sort of presence of the director in their direct attempts to adjust my emotions i tune out <laughs> so the fact that the soul cry caught me so by surprise and affected me kind of in such a weirdly deep way like good job guys you 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 successfully tricked me. Experiencing media sounds like a really great time for you. It's a hard. <laughs> <laughs> Special thanks to Vinegar. Hey hey, Vinegar. Hope no, you don't no, die no, drinking no. vinegar. <laughs> no. <laughs> we Vin- Vinegar told us in the Discord the other day that he's allergic to vinegar. Yeah, that's and, a shame. And yeah, and Sean's immediate response was, "Well, look forward to me doing." This for the rest of your life. Hey, thanks, Vinegar. Please don't drink any vinegar. No, we would miss you. Do you think that there's any chance on earth that he told you this so you would stop? I mean, Vinegar. In all seriousness, if you are upset by my constant vinegar puns, feel free to reach out to me on Discord. <laughs> I promise you, I will not be upset with you, and I'll drop it immediately. But until that happens. <laughs> Uh, someone please stop this man special thanks to all of our special thanks patrons if you want this then come and get it $20 hey if you're allergic to a food and that food rhymes with your name definitely subscribe (laughs) 
What's wrong with you? I got uh, plans. <laughs> what are your plans? Hey, hey, strawberries. Hope you don't eat those strawberries. <laughs> anyway, please. Can, please. Someone please. Thanks all for special thanks, agents. We'll see you next time. Goodbye.